This is Sad Boy Radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt. Today, I do got a special guest, someone a little different. Uh, go ahead and give yourself a little introduction. Yo, what's good? My name's Protein Poppy or Jorge, whatever you want to go. IG is at El Protein Poppy. Special guest today, yeah, over here at Sad Boy Radio, you know, a little different, not an artist or anything like that, but videographer, editor, uh, business owner, you know, all that stuff, so. Hey, he is an artist in my book, bro. Videographer, photographer, we all need those, especially when you're trying to get a good flick for the gram. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got you. There you go, bro. Be confident, man. But today, you know, we're going to talk about a couple different topics, a couple things that you mentioned to me. Well, the first thing you mentioned to me was uh, love life, right? A little bit about, you know, if you're if you're currently with somebody, but also, you know, you vibe with somebody else. It's a little different feeling. I know everybody has that story, right? And the first song that immediately came to my mind was Yo Quisiera Mala by Aventura. I'm sure you heard it. I don't, it doesn't come off like it doesn't ring a bell right away, but if I heard it on the radio, probably. Yeah. No, you definitely heard it. I mean, right away, I got some lyrics pulled up. I don't speak Spanish, so. No way. Do you speak Spanish? Yeah. All right, you can read these lyrics then so I don't fuck them up. So immediately, you know, I pulled some lyrics, right? Uh, in the song, they say, No quiero lastimarla. Nunca fue mi intención, pero si no me expreso va a empeorar la situación. So basically, uh, you know, he's telling her, you know, I never meant to upset you, that it was never my intention, but if I don't express this, then it's going to make the situation a lot worse, right? Estoy muy convencido de ser sería el mejor partido, pero nadie elegía a quien querer. So basically, he's telling her, you know, although you are, you know, good to me, you're a good part. Uh, nobody really chooses who they love, right? Because that's the truth. Nobody can really dictate, you know, who they're going to fall for. Nobody decides, you know, what they're going to do. The, o- the only thing you get to decide is whether you're going to hurt that person or not. Because, you know... At that point, yeah, you have that You have that control. Like, you really have the control. Like, hey, do I want to keep going with this? Or do I want to make it easy on everybody involved to just, you know, man up and, you know do the right thing nah bro it's a toxic boy summer you always do the wrong thing <laughs> no but i mean it's easier said than done right because once you're with somebody for such a long period of time you don't want to hurt them you don't want to you know do exactly like he's saying you know you're you are literally so good to me and you're gonna be the perfect person for somebody it's just not me and he says that at the end of the song you know he says yeah, you'd be the perfect girl just not in my world yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I felt that, bro. As soon as you told me about this, I felt it right away. I was like, damn, bro, that's like kind of my situation where I'm at right now. But, you know, it's like I've been in this in these shoes before, too. You know, you have somebody that's perfect that somebody would die for. That somebody's like, yo, man, you know, that's that's wifey right there, right? But I don't know what it is. I mean, too fucking horny or some shit. I don't know, man. Like, there's a million people in the world, you know, a, a billion people, a billion girls in the world, you know, so it's like, how do you know this is the right one for you if you don't at least go through a good number more, you know, to find out which one really is for me, you know? No one's going to be perfect. You have some girls that have these attributes, some will have these attributes. So at the end of the day, it's like you can still love them, but it's like, man, maybe maybe you're not the one for me, you know? And that's such that's like the hard part, bro, is knowing that, you know, this girl has this attribute or this girl has this attribute, right? And at the end of the day, you know that, all of them are missing something, 
you know you can't really put a finger on it you're like damn you know what's missing this one has that this one has that but do they make me happy at the end of the day right mm-hmm. and something that i always think about is you know who would i be willing to share the little moments with right because i actually had just seen an interview that you know kim kardashian did you know fuck Fuck that yeah. shit. But right. She talks about how her and Kanye fell out because Kanye would always do these extravagant gestures. He'd do the big thing. And at the end of the day, she didn't have someone to share a life with because he was living in a different state or, you know, he was so far away from his family and home that it didn't really feel real. You know, in the one of the newer songs he has on Donda, he literally says 60 million dollar home never went home to it. You know, that's the reality that he created. And when I think about stuff like that, you know, Kim Kardashian says that she's ready to have the little things, to have somebody to share her life with. That's really what I think is the grand idea of love, right? You can have all these things. You can have them give you the world. But if they're not there for the little moments, if they're not there spending their time with you, you know, what what do you really have? I know that Trey Songs has a couple songs about it. Or you know what? It's not Trey Songs. It's Usher. He literally has a song called Simple Things where he says it's the simple things in life uh, we forget and that, you know, you're going to lose a good girl if you don't give her the little things. You can buy her a Rolex. You can buy her a Rolex. You could buy her a Rolls Royce. You could buy her the biggest house. But if you're not giving her the little things, then. You know what I found out? I mean, I found to be some consistent themes in my life referring to that. So, yeah, you can give them all these cool experiences and shit like that and, you know, take them all these places and do stuff. You know, maybe extravagant things, right? But they, they'll they love just in, uh, sharing some time with you, like chilling in a car or fucking walking by the lake, right? That's like, they love that. That's like the most important thing for them. It's like little things like that where you're like, man, are you serious? Like this, you just want to walk by the lake? And they're like, no, like I'd rather spend like quality time doing that shit than like, Oh, you're taking me to all these cool-ass places, you know, all these cool things, giving me crazy experiences, which those matter for sure. But like you said, at the end of the day, that, those, like, that love, those love moments, those are those little, those little moments where it's just you and her, you and your significant other just, you know, enjoying, being present in the moment, spending time with, like, whatever, something like that. Facts. The only problem is now girls think if you're trying to chill in the car, you're only trying to smash. So and there you go, bro. That's that's <laughs> brings it to like a whole nother maybe like modern modern society woman, you know, where they're just like, all right, you trying to beat me in the back of the car, all right, sneaky link type vibes, you know. I mean, that's that's at least the problem I run into sometimes, where it's like, you know, I'll be chilling, and they're like, man, this is the only reason you wanted to hang out. I'm like, bro. Like it's yeah, not so <laughs> it's not even that. I think that a lot of the times, at least for me, I've just run into the situation where I don't I I don't feel like a girl has made me felt like I should take them seriously, you know? Because you also need that. You need somebody that's You haven't you haven't met like a, a quality woman, like a high quality woman, is that what you're saying? I'm just I'm just like, you know, because I, I I understand, bro. There's a lot of there's a lot of women out here that subscribe to some ideas that aren't ideal for you to take them serious. I don't think that it's that I haven't met high quality women because there's definitely been a lot of girls out there that who have, you know, just like the song said, you know, they're willing to give you the world or they're willing to give you a lot more, but you're not willing to give them that. And it goes back to the idea that, you know, there's just something missing, you know, like I said, 
I just want somebody that's gonna that I'm gonna be able to share the little moments with because if I can't do that, then what am I doing? And especially it's like, you know, I can only hang out with you for a certain amount of time, right? Because, you know, there's just people that, you know, you can hang out with, have a good time, go home, hit them up in a week and be like, all right, let's do something, right? Mm-hmm. Or hit them up in two weeks. Hey, what are you doing? Let's go do this because I'm bored, right? Yeah. But you got to find that person that you're down to do that with every single day. Oh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. The ones that are just like, man, like, I had a great time with her yesterday. We spent, you know, all afternoon together, whatever. And then there's ones that you can go by, like, weeks, right? Like, all right, yeah. Like you said, I'm bored. <laughs> let's do something i'm bored oh man or the ones that are just like damn like such a good time bro like now i'm like thinking like hey should i hit her up right now should i hit her up tonight tomorrow you know it's only been like a day bro relax so that that's always the tricky situation right because you start hanging out with somebody and then it's like i maybe i should chill but i mean what does that tell you then about yourself or them i think that for me i definitely focus on myself a lot more as of lately so trying, yeah, trying to make sure that I have everything settled, such as school, job, podcast, all of that, right? So if I'm willing to make time for you and put in the effort to say, hey, you know, let's go do this, or hey, you know, I'm trying to see you today, then that's, you know, it's different because I actually want to hang out with you. I actually want to see you. So it's a good thing for the girl, right? Because then, you know, they made a good impression on me, but as for me, I mean, I guess this show would have you thinking, like, I'm just a fuck love type of dude, right? Like, hey, let me be on my toxic, toxic shit. shit. Nah, <laughs> it's not even that, bro. You know, I, you know, I literally have another outline that says, you know what? I love love. Like, I like the idea. I like the concept. That's why so many of the songs that I reference are sad love songs or happy love songs, right? Because those are the experiences that, I feel a lot of the time have the biggest impact on you because yes, you have other relationships with people, you know, you have friendships, all those memories that you make with people. But at the end of the day, it's those close relationships that you develop with another person that will really, really impact you, you know? Mm -hmm. Basically it's knowing whether you went the right direction. If you chose the right one, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe like one path could have led you this way. One path could have led you that way. And, in the future, you're thinking like, man, like I shouldn't have gone this way, you know. So it's like kind of regret, kind of like uncertainty, kind of guilt in a way, almost. For sure, yeah. No, I definitely fucked up that one. <laughs> no, yeah. The last time I found myself in that situation, I definitely fucked up that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you learn from it, right? I don't know what I learned <laughs> from it. No, I mean, in a sense, yeah, I did learn from it because, man, I just fucked up. That's that's how it really was, you know. I found someone new, but I was still fucking with, a, you know, the old person and couldn't keep it up. Couldn't choose. I couldn't choose until one of them cut me off. So And so what? Did that one cutting you off kind of like, all right, so I guess it chose for itself. In a sense, that was the thought in the beginning until, mm-hmm. I mean, the other girl, like, shit just went, shit just went south because. For both? For both. Yes, but one went south first. The other one started to go south later until, like, we just ended up, like, that was it. It was a wrap. And, I mean, it's cool. It it is what it is. That shit was, it was an experience. I can definitely say that. It's just, at the end of the day, you know, you try to make things work for so long that it just doesn't work anymore, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. At a certain point, you're just like trying to fix it, trying to fix it. So much water coming out the pipe that you're trying to slap something on there. I'm like, man, there's something over here. Like at a certain point, you just got to cut it off. Yeah. That was basically the situation at the end of the day, you know. There was too much broken shit. Had to cut that shit off. It was. It wasn't. No. It was no good no more. But yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's cool. You know, a song that I do think about when it comes to that is like, "Still Yours" by Bryson Tiller. You know, throughout the song, at least the chorus, right? Let me pull it up real quick. "Still Yours" by Big Sean, right? Going back to like the toxic relationship type shit, where you just keep on trying to make shit work. Where he says, "Talk to me, sweetie. Speak how you feel, and I need for you to keep it real." I, I need for you to keep it real with me because I'm going to keep it real. Girl, I'm yours still. I gave you love galore still. I'm always trying to keep the peace with you. We at war still. That's literally how it is. You know, you feel like you're at war with someone that you still love, that you still want to keep making shit work f- with. And that shit just does not add up. It is not going. Man, at a certain point, bro, you just, yeah, like, same shit, bro. We just got to cut it off. Like, you know, mature the maturity part of me is like, I've already been through this shit, you know, from past experiences. Like, there's no point in, in keep going going through it again. It's just, like, make it easier for yourself. Make it easier for her, for whoever the third person is, maybe even, you know, fucking make it easy. You know, just, like, hey, been here before. I know what to do now at this point. You yeah. know, before shit's the fan because you don't need extra stress like that. You know, oh, this shit is stressful. Mm-hmm. That shit gets stressful, you know. So it's just like, yeah, it'll hurt for a week or two, but whatever, you know, you'll be fucking doing the same shit next week. That was that was a good time. <laughs> That's why I keep smiling. I'm like, man, that was a, that was a fucking great time. Although it was stressful, although you know I fucked up on both ends, it is what it is. That shit was a good time. But you, and go ahead and speak on your experience, bro. I'm out here pouring my heart out. Well, I mean, just back to that that topic of choosing the right person, not knowing whether whether or not you went the right way, that weighs a lot of on your head. At the time when I I was I was a kid, bro. I mean, I'm still a kid, but I was much younger at the time, much more immature. I thought I I thought I was the man. I thought I could keep it going for as long as I could. You know, I didn't think far in the future. Like, oh, some shit's gonna go down eventually. It's been like almost a year, and you know, at one point, shit just crumbled. Next, thing you know, it started to snowball, and I was basically left with a choice: one in each hand. Okay this one has this, this one has this, you know, pros, cons, all that shit. I went with one, always, you know, thinking in the back of my mind, always, even if it's like for a split second, it's always like, damn, like, is this the right one? You know, I see the other one over here, like doing this and that. I'm like, man, like those times were amazing. Those times were good. Times were good here too, but always in the back of my mind, it's going to be like, damn, should I have gone with this route? Like, what would my life look like if I went that route? But that's same shit. That's like, that's toxic behavior. That's like, toxic thoughts that come into your mind of wow you're not even you're not you're not there you're not in the present moment you're still in your head and that's what i started to learn like man like whatever it is what it is like i gotta enjoy where i'm at right now i gotta stop thinking about that shit you know another song i think about it she ain't you by chris brown you know hey and it's true you know once once you get rid of somebody or once you stop talking to somebody it's like you know, especially if you're still kind of not over that person, right? You find somebody new, you're, you know, chilling with them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's when shit like this happens. And it doesn't even need for you to be, like, completely over somebody. Like, you can be completely over them and the situation still happens where you're just not fully into somebody. And they catch feelings and, you know, you're running away. They're still chasing you. And it's like, all right, fuck, like, what do I do now? Either I cut them off and... You know, I'm by myself, chilling, doing my own thing again. Or I have this person that's down for me that I don't want to hurt, 
but I like their company, right? Hmm, that's what it is. You like you like their company. It's definitely selfish. It's a selfish thing. 100%. But, I mean, it's kind of like human nature in a sense, right? Because humans want that companionship with somebody. And when you don't have to give the commitment to get that companionship, it's like, all right, why am I going to, you know, give more than I have to? And especially with titles nowadays, I think that's a lot of thing. That's a lot of the situation with a lot of people's different relationships. Right. A lot of people don't want that label. A lot of people would rather have that companionship and not give that label because why give that label if you can just go find that companionship elsewhere? Yeah, you're you're doing not the least, but like. You're already there, right? Like why, mm-hmm. like you said, why put the label on it when everything's gravy, everything's going well? Exactly. But going back to the song, right? Uh, she ain't you, you know. Exactly like that. When you have that person, but you're still thinking about that other person. Chris Brown says, "Every day that I'm with her, all I want is you. I want to leave, but I'm afraid that you don't even feel the same. And now I realize that she ain't you." And it's true, right? Because fuck, you're like, damn. Should I hit her up? Should I not hit her up? Should I keep this one? Should I not keep this one? And just like you said, it's toxic behavior. But I think that everybody has these thoughts. You know, it's not just guys, uh, girls, too. You know what? Not at all. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, it's human nature, bro. At a certain point, too, it's like, especially in today's world where the options are much easier to come across. Mm -hmm. Where if you have less, then you're more more prone to be like, man, like one or the other, right? Mm -hmm. But if you have... In abundance you say hey i can choose between five and one falls out you know you spin plates one plate falls out you're you're good you're not worried about that one because you got four more over here as toxic as that sounds you know but for you when is it do you think you decide all right this one's good this one's enough for me one's enough what do you mean is one enough for me i mean i don't know if one's enough for you but i'm saying like at the stage you're in now if one were to come along and have you settled down? What would it take for them to make you settle down? Man, I got a whole list, bro. <laughs> I got boxes you got to check. And a lot of them are anti-modern day women. A lot of them have to do with traditional values, how she is as a person, the character, how she acts as a human being, how she acts when she's down, how she acts when... Does she react to things? Does she internalize them does she think about through like does she think through them does she take time alone to be really like hey i fucked up does she take accountability that's important as well you know on top of that i mean attractiveness is already given right they have to be attractive you know but all the other boxes they got to check it's like okay you're not doing this you're not doing this you're doing this those are the things where i'm like man like i i think i got one you know at that point you're just like fuck it i'm going all in because, I mean, I'm not looking to settle down or anything like that anytime soon, but I'm not opposed to the idea of settling down when that person that comes across that I feel in my heart, I'm just like, all right, you know, maybe like there's something here, you know, you just feel it. Yeah, bro. And, you know, that's the exact same problem that I feel like I run into a lot of the times where it's just I need all these boxes checked and I'm not opposed to settling down, but it would take the right person to make me settle down. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem when you start talking to girls, right? Because, you know, some of them have that mentality now where it's, oh, don't hit me up if you're not going to take me seriously, right? How am I supposed to take you seriously if I don't even know you like that, Yeah, right? yeah. They don't give you, like, a sample period or nothing. <laughs> I, I need to get to know you in order to figure out 
am I willing to make that commitment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I see that shit all over social media all the time now where it's like, don't waste my time or how you get played by a dude that hits you up first. They're confused, bro. They don't know what they want. Exactly. It's like, what do you mean? Like, that's how you get to know somebody. It's not like in the old days. Yeah, you did, you know, go up to people and meet them face to face. Like, sure, that changed. But you were still getting played face to face. Now you could just get played over the Internet. Yeah, just left on Reddit and shit. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's just different nowadays. And that's why I always reference the song Living Single by Big Sean. I've referenced it multiple times on this podcast. I've referenced it so many times in person where it's like this is literally what it feels like, you know, at least from my perspective, because I'm a young male, it can be for girls, too, where it's like, you know, that you're out here running the game. And at the end of the day, it's like he says, came in at 4 a.m. and left for 8 at work. And I'm the reason we ain't made it work. That's what make it worse. Right. And he's talking about how he doesn't have that person to share life with like his homie does his homie Henry, where it's like, you know, his wife, he has he has a life at 24. He has the wife that he always wanted, the home that he always wanted, at least that's what the song makes it out to be, right? Yeah. yeah. And how his homie tells him, you know, I'm down to hear about your stories about what your hoes do. It's probably more interest it's probably more interesting than my wife down at Whole Foods. Hmm. <laughs> Which is true, right? Because when you're young, you're out here living your life, making these memories Especially with your homies, bro. Yeah, Man, you yeah. when you're out every weekend with your homies, you be getting into some wild shit. I promise you, this is the most crazy summer I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking, oh my gosh, every fucking weekend, bro. We That's why we got a flat uh, going to the Aventura concert this weekend. Yeah, so I share your story, bro. And I'm like, bro, this is literally the recap of our summer. One of my boys goes, maybe the recap of your guys' summer. I'm like... Bro, you're the one that got into the most trouble this summer. Like, don't even give me that shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that shit was hilarious, bro, because it honestly just reminded me, like, yo, this was our summer. Yeah, right, like, making memories with your boys, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's when they, was that in that song, they they settled down at an early age? So his homie, uh, Henry, you know, he starts off the second verse saying, you know, fuck, I got to pull it up. The point I was trying to get at was mm-hmm. you're always going to want what you what you don't have, right? So who knows, maybe, like, yeah, he's got the happy happy wife and shit, and, like, you know, everything is cool on his side because maybe he wanted to go that route, but there's always the people like, oh, man, I see you doing this over there with all those hoes. You know, I see you going out all the time, having a good time with your boys, not worried about shit. And then there's the people who are, you know, always on that shit, too. They're just like, man, like, low-key, I just want to find somebody to just settle down with and just, you know, just chill. Yeah, that's the problem, right, because a lot of people are just ready to settle down and they'll settle for anything that's what it is like is it settling are you settle settling down for something Mm -hmm. is that really the best you can do and i think that is part of the problem of why you just always looking for other more why you're always looking for you're looking at the side of the grass right Mm -hmm. you're like oh look at that one over there you know what if it would you know me and her what what would that be like Mm -hmm. you're never going to be content because once you get something you know you're not you're not complacent you're like all right i got this one you know if I got this one, bro, I can get that one over there, too. I think you just hit it right on the head for me, bro, because I'm not willing to settle. I'm not willing to take less than what I know I can get. So for me, it's like, all right, fuck. Like, if I'm with somebody and they don't make me feel like I don't need to look elsewhere, like I don't need to find something else that's going to make me more content, then I'm with the wrong person, right? Because that person should make me feel like, 
I got the best thing in the world and that I don't I don't need to go look for something better, right? Because I got the best thing. I don't know. It's just Do you know what that looks part. like for you? What that looks like for me? If that comes across, would you know? I got a good idea. Yeah, definitely have a good idea. To me, it's mainly based on the way that that person makes me feel. Obviously, like you said, attractiveness plays into it. Say like attractiveness is given. Yeah. I mean, I definitely know like, like I said, you just got to make me feel like I don't need anything else. That you're straight. Like, this is cool. I'm good. Right. Does that treat you like a king? Like you're like your champion. Like that's how you feel. Like you're like, damn. All right. Like I, I fucking won. Yeah, but I don't know. There's so many factors that play into it, bro. Just like you said, there's a whole list because I've definitely had people that, you know, are down to give you the world. And it's like, mm, what's missing? Just like the song. That's why I tell you, bro, that these songs literally tell tell the whole story. But going back to the, you know, the question that you had about the song, right? Mm-hmm. Big Sean starts off the second verse saying to the one girl guys who claim they don't need more, like my... I can't say that word, Henry. Married at 24. And yeah, you know, that's what, like you said, that's what a lot of guys will say. You know, I don't I don't need more. I'm cool. I'm straight at 24. Man, that's how I feel with my homies because one of my homies, he's been with his girl for two, three years. Mm-hmm. He's my age, so 21. Bro, you're telling me at 21 that you're straight. You're good for the rest of your life. Where did he, did he meet her here? Like in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, he met her in Chicago. See, that's that's the thing, bro. Like, it, once you start traveling, then you go across, then you go abroad, then you're like, man, like, really, you know, realistically, I feel like the women would be the same, but it's just like, you never know, right? It's like, how can you limit yourself to somebody who grew up within a 20-mile radius of you? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's another fact to my point, right? My other homie, all my homies are in long-term relationships, except the homies I be linking with now. You know what? I'm happy for you guys. You know, you do you. I'm not going to judge anything you do. But just like the song, bro, it's like, you know, to the one girl guys who claim they don't need more. Like, how, bro? How can you tell me that you don't need more? How can you tell me that you found exactly what you wanted at 18 years old? But let me then let me ask you this, too. And uh, this is not to, like, offend anybody or, or talk down on, any, on anybody. It's are they at their peak in life like are they like at the top like the best of their best that they're doing because that plays that plays an important role too when you're leveling up you get access to certain say armor right you get oh man this armor is dope as hell but this armor is not going to be dope as hell when you level up like 10 levels up right and like that's just going to be like whatever bro now i got this right what i'm trying to get as as you level up in life and you become more successful in whatever things you do you get access to different things one of those things is women you get access to different tiers of women and it's like are you gonna stick with the one that you met when you were 18 and you're doing this i mean maybe you are you know maybe it's like hey you find that one that's just like man like i got vision but you stick with me and like you know right now i don't got shit but when i do make it then like you're right or die right you're there with me mm-hmm. or you know you do your thing while you're making to the top and at the top you're like man i, I see everything like i see like look at this like i, I didn't think i'd be able to link up with you know network with these people or or interact with these type of women this caliber of women you know so but that's when it comes to the question of you know who's really with me for me right because when you are just like you said once you're at the top once you've leveled up all the way you know would those girls have been with you had you been at the bottom right Mm -hmm. so 
I tell my friends this all the time, you know, just as a joke. I'm like, you know what? I just need one good girl, bad as hell. I'll be straight, bro. I don't need anything else. And that, you know, it just goes back to another song, Big Sean, halfway off the balcony. You know, he says chemistry means way more than anatomy. So, yeah, bro, you know, chemistry, definitely the most important thing, I think. That's just what matters at the end of the day. And I think that all of us have that idea. You know, we all know that. We all know that. As long as you click with somebody or you find somebody that has the same interest as you, then, yeah, it's cool. It's going to be straight. But, you know, when you're young, you got to figure it out. You know, am I willing to give my all to this person? And that's a conversation I have a lot of the times with my homies where it's like, man, this girl is really good or this person's really good for me. But do I want to commit at this age? No. Do I want to give more? Mm, maybe. But I'll wait for later. And then later comes and it's like you're not gonna get that bro yeah yeah at certain yeah at a certain point it's like man like you say you're gonna commit or you know eh, i don't want to you know like i'm I'm still young bro you know and even 20s bro 20s is like the time for you to be doing this not to like even promote it or anything but just like these are the times that you make the mistakes right so you when you're older when you're an older man you have the experience so that when you find somebody that comes around like that then you know like hey i've been through all these experiences i i know like when shit is going somewhere like oh i already know how that feels i know how this feels so that way you know how to navigate through the one right mm -hmm. that way you're just like you're fully in control of the situation and you're just like man i'm not i'm not gonna fuck this up like i know you know you're, you start to get to know yourself you, your tendencies you're like man this is right around the time when i'm start looking at the girls this, this is the time where shit starts to get boring in the relationship like what can i what can i do to ignite it again mm -hmm. and same thing too with that spark with the with the the chemical i mean uh the chemistry for me yeah it's like finding somebody that at the end of the day i can go home and, and it brings me peace mm -hmm. i feel peaceful inside you it's like after a long day of battling against the world and going out and shit i want to come home to you know peace facts yeah i guess that's the best way to put it right but moving forward right we've been on this for a while we definitely got a lot off our chest. Damn, bro. Like I, session, I, felt like, I felt like this dude interviewed me more than I interviewed him. Another topic that came about when we were talking was choices in life, right? Having control of your life, uh, no matter what that looks like. These choices always impact your future situations, right? Definitely one of the biggest choices I made was joining an organization. Had I not done that, I wouldn't even be here. I've talked about it multiple times. Yeah, had I not done it, you know, I wouldn't be here. Uh, a lot of the people I've met, you know, Abel, uh, DJ Mayhem, a lot of the people that I've met and interviewed have been because of it. Mm -hmm. It's it's brought me a lot of opportunities. What about for you? What would you say is one of those decisions? Just to piggyback off of that, like 100%, I agree with organizations, a community of like-minded men or, or men in different levels that you're there to grow and progress together. And same thing with networking. It's like, for me, that example is jujitsu my academy my academy is like i've met i had so many opportunities that led me up to this point where i'm at today because me joining that academy right that environment being around those people i've met so many people that just they're willing to give a helping hand you know and if you're there to take it then you know the world is yours and so i think community is a big part finding somebody finding a group of people like-minded individuals that you can go to for help or you can even help other people like underneath you to build them up and mm -hmm. i think that's super important what opportunities do you feel like you've gained from that 
though to be honest like my whole videography skill set photography learning about business my company a lot of that is attributed to me joining that gym a lot of those opportunities came from them giving me opportunity hey like let's see what you got and me doing my best and hey this is awesome let's let's do this let's progress let's what are your goals you know like we we talk about this what's the next step for you you know so all that comes into play and then from then you know people will catch on because you know people in the gym they start to take notice and in those moments it's like oh shit like now i'm getting this opportunity and where i'm at right now i just got a huge opportunity to do something big that is going to come into fruition over these next months and from jiu-jitsu yeah man it's crazy how just one decision impacts your life and i think about that a lot of the time especially when it comes to the show because literally had i not sweat i never talked to vic before we met like one time and had i not swiped up and said what's the word because i saw you got the studio i'm like what's the word let me come through and chill right i mean we had a couch in here before which was on the first couple of episodes where they would be making beats i'd just be in here chilling it is what it was right and that was that was the cool thing because i was just automatically accepted because of my connection mm. that network it really it really helps and that's that's the dope thing about this show is that it creates so many opportunities for everybody in the company it creates opportunities for whoever's connected to me right because i met you through roma shout out roma yeah for real shout out roma roma you got me like five gifts all right the man <laughs> but i met you through roma right you can meet abel through me or you can meet abel through roma or you could meet Guyo through me, whereas I met Guyo through Vic, right? All these opportunities that just come along from one simple decision, bro. It's fucking nuts. Uh, that's that's just the thing that I found myself thinking about a lot of the times when I'm not thinking about how I fucked up. Yeah, bro. That that uh, I was watching this podcast or it was a YouTube video where this billionaire he was talking about what took him from being a millionaire to being a billionaire. And the millionaire was like, okay, all the hard work, putting in the infrastructure, you know, building up the company. What took him from being a millionaire to a billionaire was his network. It was meeting the right people, getting the right connections, being involved within the right circles. And that that's huge, bro. Even when you don't want to be connected anymore, right? When you just feel like, I need to get away. I need to do my own thing and disconnect from everything. Because I honestly feel like that a lot of the time where... I don't want to deal with anything. I just want to focus on me, focus on everything I got to do. And even though it's selfish and it's actually a bad thing for me, right? Because when you're trying to promote something such as a podcast, when you're trying to build relationships, trying to build connections, it's like if you go off the grid for a week, you're fucked. You know, you're starting from square one again. You don't have that attention again. You go off the grid and it's like all right where'd he go a lot of the times that's why i get fomo bro you know what that is fear of missing out mm -hmm. i get fear of missing out because i know if i don't go out this week or i don't go out at least once it's like where the fuck have you been or if i say no you're not gonna get that invite again you know a lot of the times you know the shout out to those people who are in relationships all my homies i hit you up you don't hit me back or you say, nah, I can't this week. You know, I hit you up a couple times and you keep telling me no. You're not getting that invite no more. There's a certain point where you're just like, all right, bro, like enough is enough. You know, like don't say I didn't, you know, invite you to whatever, but 
Yeah, there comes a certain point where like, you just stop. That's my thing. It's like, you know what? If I don't go out today, who's say I'll, I'll be out again? Or who's say, you know, this person's going to think of me next time? Because for all those people who are in the industry, they're busy people, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're people that are going to meet 100 more people that night, thousands more people that night. What the fuck makes you memorable? Mm-hmm. Not to you, but that that's basically how I feel, you know? And I've definitely missed out on a lot of different things. But there's also power in saying no to things. That's what I've come to find out as well. I had the FOMO, right? Like, oh, man, that's why I'm like, maybe I stretch myself a little bit too thin over accepting too much shit that I probably shouldn't have. And I do it. I do everything. You know, I, I, I commit to all those things, and I and I attend them, and I do them. But there's times when I'm like, man, I say no, and I'm like, man, now I feel like I feel good. Like, I said no. Like, I felt like some stress kind of like ease off my shoulders you know i think the power in saying no comes from when you're big enough to say no when you have when you have the power to say no yeah because yes you always have the power to say no you always have the opportunity to say nah i can't do it Mm -hmm. but is that opportunity going to come back around if you say no this time yeah there's differences you got to know you got to know when like you can't just be like oh this opportunity is huge but i'm like nah i'm gonna say no because you know for whatever reason maybe like some uh, for example, say like Kanye hit me up, yo, I want to do a video with you. I'm like, you know what, bro? I can't. I'm I'm busy. I got, <laughs> I gotta do a sad boy radio. Sorry, like, nah, bro. I'd be I would be with Kanye in a heartbeat. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, man, those. That's like when your your uh, intuition comes in. Yeah, there there's levels to it for sure. I. I'm the type of person that does accept too many things to do in one day, but that's because I like to keep myself busy, right? But that also pisses a lot of people off because then I'll be late to something and they're like, where the fuck you at? Or they're like, man, I'm not even coming out anymore. And I'm like, mm, all right, I mean, I guess. But, you know, if you're not making moves throughout the day, then what are you really doing? But yeah, bro, going going back to it, right? Going back to the idea of disconnecting and putting yourself in a position to just focus on yourself focus on your mental health i think of the song by my boy aragon right he made a song called been around and when me and him talked about it he literally said you know i made that song because i literally had not been physically around but i also hadn't been mentally around so being able to check on people being able to do the things that makes you a friend to people right and that really stood out to me because there definitely are times where it's like, fuck, like I said, I don't want to do anything. I want to be on my own and just disappear from the fucking world, right? Who's going to notice? Who's going to fucking hit me up and be like, yo, you straight? But in the song, he says, been a long time since I've been around. Too many people that used to hit my line, they not around, living in my own world on another side of town. That's literally like, you know, when you, t- like I said, when you tell people, know enough times or you disappear hit my line people that used to hit my line now they not around mm, yeah yeah and then they'll stop hitting you up because you're just like man you ain't even talking back to them so the album's called state of mind and on the album he he talks a lot about mental health talks about you know where he's at now and i feel like at the time when the album came around it was just something that i really was connecting to but yeah man i don't know there's just so much you build walls definitely for sure that part about being selfish though i don't think that's bad i think especially now bro now is the time to be selfish with everything right because you know if anything if you build a family when you're older you can't be selfish i mean you got to be selfish in the fact that like you're doing everything for your family now but now is the time to be selfish with your time and 
and really like hey no like i know what's right for me and i know i'm doing this for my mental health or i'm doing this to get better in the long run at whatever my business or for example you know definitely you got to be selfish with your time selfish with your energy and if people don't respect that bro then those are maybe the type of people that you might consider cutting off oh yeah for sure where they make you feel guilty about you being selfish they make you feel like bad about like oh hey oh you're always doing this and that and it's like i don't really have people like that in my life but there are people like that and i know that that can be pretty toxic especially if they're close to you just think a lot about that life changes quick bro so just preparing for what that would look like right because you know you're a videographer you're a photographer so you know hopefully that blows up you know that check out his video bro the video he made for v5 really really dope video that was a really dope video Thank you. so you know you once you start getting that recognition which i'm sure you're getting already it's like all right now it's gonna be non-stop right now people are gonna be hitting your line just like drake said in fucking i forgot what song it was i think over where he says got way too many people here right now that i didn't know last year right mm -hmm. that's literally what it feels like once you know you start building your way up where it's like i've said it before i know so many people this year that i didn't know last year and i know a lot of people last year that i talked to that i don't talk to no more mm, yeah that's the part of life bro it's like it could you could look at it in a bad way like in a sad way like damn who the hell are these people like why like why are they around me but you could also look at it in a good way like oh man like i've leveled up mm. i'm i'm hanging around with people closer to i'm hanging around with people who align with my vision and that's the best thing when you when you are you know around people that can help you when you're around people that are on the same level as you and if you're you know it's just like they say if you're not the smartest person in the room or if you're the smartest person in the room then you're in the wrong room. If you're the best person in that room that you're in, not to say that, you know, you're not hanging around good people, but it's like you need to find a new room because you need to find someone that's more successful than you. Yeah, and have that humility too of like, maybe I'm the best person in the room right now for whatever reason, but there's always something that I can learn. Some Everybody has something that knows something that you don't know. And that's where the, you know, try not to get caught up in your ego. Like, trying to, you know, don't drink the juice. You know, just like, hey, like, have that humility no matter what. Even if you're chilling with your old boys, your old homies that, like, you know, homeboys, you know, that you're all the way over here. And then they hit you, hey, man, you don't come around here no more, man. Like, hey, man, we haven't chilled in a while. It's like, yeah, but it's all love. Mm -hmm. Nah, fucking ego, bro. I mean, that gets you nowhere. Well, thank you, bro. I really appreciate you coming appreciate on. You, man. Definitely a different conversation. Definitely a new experience. I would definitely love to have you come back. Uh, but we're going to close out the show today with your special items. So I know that you said you couldn't decide between two. So let's yeah, go ahead and talk about those. Really, I mean, I'll just show you guys. All right. So the items that were that made it hard for me to choose between, just like girls maybe, you know, <laughs> my camera and my belt from jiu-jitsu. And basically just this signifies almost like who I am as a person, right? My camera, it it shows all the opportunities and everything. Like, it's the first time somebody ever called me talented. And I felt that, like, in the heart. I was like, wow, like, call me talented, you know? Like, it's something that I have, like, put all my drive and passion towards into something. And alongside that is my belt from jiu-jitsu, where it's the same shit. It's jiu-jitsu has taught me so much about life and so much about myself. More than, like, it's more than just going and learn techniques. It's It's... It's a way of living. It's a way of, like, not to get corny and shit, you know, sound giving cliches, but it's, like, it's helped me develop as a person. 
Mm-hmm. And I owe I owe a lot of I owe a lot of like my successes and shit like that to these two things right here, right? Because with, without these two things, to be honest, I, I don't know. Like I know a lot of people say that I don't know what I'd be doing, but I really don't know what I'd be doing. I'd probably be fucking I don't know working in some shitty job somewhere, you know. Be partying every weekend. Shit, probably be partying every weekend and not recording it and you know not being backstage. So these two things definitely have given you a big opportunity. I don't think I'd be here without these things. Without this. I never really thought about like what my item would be. <laughs> you know, if I, somebody if, if somebody told me, "Hey, bring a special item that means some like a lot to you." You know what would it be? The only time I like showed one, it was in a tribute episode for my grandma. So, I don't know, man. I I think I'd have to think about it. I I guess a notebook probably. Notebook? Yeah. Do you do you journal a lot? For this, yeah. Definitely writing down outlines and figuring out, you know, what's next. I love the idea of, you know, putting down your thoughts and obviously right here fucking documenting emotions. So, fuck it. I guess that's why I chose psychology, right? But yeah, man. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming on. It was a dope me, time. This was, yeah, this was a good time, actually. We're definitely going to have to do it again, bro. For sure, bro. And, hey, I want to be on your podcast, yeah, bro. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Come through, man. Uh, the YouTube channel is CK Collective, Content Kings Collective. And basically the structure is we have three different podcasts and we put our vlogs up there. I have a partner and it's his podcast, his different style. My podcast is my different style. Mine's more about business, creativity, all that sort. And then we have a squad pod, which is basically like the unfiltered version where we just get on there with friends and talk shit, just stupid shit. And it's funny. So for sure, I'd love to have you on that one. Definitely need to be on that one. (laughs) But yeah, man, thank you. And make sure you guys go ahead, like, comment, subscribe. Shout out to the person that commented today. You got me some viewers. So thanks. Shout out to the haters for sure. Uh, Do you have anything else you want to say, bro? Yeah, man, thanks for having me. I had a blast that one hour went by pretty quick, and uh, we covered a lot of topics, too. And just one last thing I want to plug is this Downtown Jiu-Jitsu Club, this merch. This is all the content I create for them, dtjjc.shop. Go on there and buy anything you want. we got drops coming, like, every month, something like that. So, yeah. There you go, guys. And, hey, we're going to have a special episode for you soon because that new Drake's dropping, Certified Lover Boy, definitely going to be a sad boy. So there you go. Thank you guys for watching. Like I said, go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. This is Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.